You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Support for this podcast comes from UCSF Medical Center. UCSF Medical Center is ranked the number one hospital in California by U.S. News and World Report. UCSF Health, redefining possible. to NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekends. This is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Musto. And I'm Robbie Earl. And I'm not sure there's been another weekend with such big storylines, Robbie Musto. Payet doesn't want to play. Costa's injured and might be going to China. And Sanchez, well, he's just grumpy. His player power returning back to the Premier League. We're going to start the show at the King Power Stadium. Chelsea put three past Solly Leicester to win the game 3-0. But all the talk after the game was Diego Costa, and is he on his way to China? Well, that's what we're going to find out. Um, but lots of talk about, though, with this story, the way he's behaving. Um, it's dominating before, during, and after the, the match. Um, very tight-lipped Antonio Conte about it before and after the game. Didn't really say much about it. Just kind of batted it away in some ways, Rob, saying it's, a, yeah. it's an injury. He hasn't tra- trained since Tuesday. And failed to, to accept there's been any kind of offer uh, from China. That's that's the kind of what we've got from the football club. But we know there's all the newspapers yeah. are going with yeah. it, Rob. They, 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 that they're trying to this guy. Yeah. Where are we? Where, where are we at with, with how this is developing? What I understand, and we, we're, we're being told that Diego Costa has a injury, and I'm going to say inverted commas, so we don't know if that's real, but I think that's a little bit of a smokescreen. The, the rumours are that his head's been turned by some astronomical numbers. We're talking like £700,000 or, or, or yeah, something. Yeah, I think there. it amounts to like 10 times his yeah, income. Yeah, 10 times his net money over in China. To, so it's, to move to China. Yeah. His head's been turned, Rob. And it seems to me that he wa- he personally wants to go. Now, from what I gather, it, it looks like the players are trying to keep him on side and maybe say apologise to the manager, apologise to the club, we'll and in. we can move forward. And there's no doubt, Rob, and I think I've, I've got to state this, Diego Costa, playing well, fit and focused in the team, is a huge asset, is unique in the Premier League at what he does. But for me, and I'm talking as a player in the dressing room, if after a week or two this continues, and, and, and they're talking that this could go up to six weeks, Rob, because the Chinese um, transfer window goes into February, so it could still be sold during the February. If this continues, I'd want him out. I don't want to derail my title chances, Rob. And I, and I know well, he's but, good, and I know but, he's important. But you're derailing and I know it if you let him have his well, way. If I let him have his way. But if I, if, if I don't let him have his way, are we not returning to what we saw last season with Jose Mourinho, where we, sh- we heard things behind the scenes, and players were... There was player power. There was players not playing. We've seen the difference in 12 months, what Antonio Conte's got to... He's got to be strong now, Conte. 
He's, he's really got to be strong with he's got what a big he does. The club have got so, a big decision to correct, make, Rob. Correct. Are they going to... Because the first thing's first. They have to accept the offer mm. of the transfer of the player to the yeah, club, yeah. and they're talking about £80 million, pounds, mm. which is just over, you know, $100 million. They can say no. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know I'm kind of speaking a little bit turning cheap because these deals get, they often get done. But they can yeah. say no. And they can say yeah. to Diego Costa, uh, sorry, Diego, you're still a really important part of this. We don't want to lose you. We maybe we'll look at it again in the summer, but at the moment you're staying. And they can make him stay. Mm-hmm. Now, c- to continue on that point, we know what sort of guy he is. Yeah. He's a I- inflammatory, volatile, volatile yeah. mm-hmm. He's, he's fired up. He can be aggressive. And, and we saw that little altercation between the two of them in yeah. the game. We wanted to come off, and yeah. the manager said, no, you stay on. Yeah, and after that, Costa get bo- got back on track and did as so, so fantastically what you're saying, well. You think he can get back on track? You don't, I, I, you don't I, think he's broken? I don't take it lightly of just saying, well, if he's going to want to go no, and he's going to be no, miserable for a, couple, so. for a couple of weeks, three, four, five, six weeks, you say, okay, yeah, we'll let him go. I think they've got to fight hard to keep him. But, but, but what, what if you keep the Diego Costa that's not motivated? He starts having hamstring injuries. They, 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 how's, how's the bat? Is he going to keep doing that, well, Robbie, he, when they're trying to get a title listen, race? If, if, get if, if he February. wants to go to, to China that badly, Rob, and he thinks that the club has denied him that opportunity, who's to say what, what you're going to get out of him? And, and this is a unique... You make a really good point. It just... It just triggered a thought. This is unique to Chelsea. Chelsea have been the money team. Chelsea have bought who they wanted over the past few years. We're now in a scenario where as much money as Chelsea play, they can be outdone by like that by, by a Chinese club and the, their players' heads have been turned. Roman Abramovich is a very, very strong owner yep. with loads True. of money. He True. can absolutely say can. no. He's not getting his own way. Correct. He's a Chelsea player, and we're not going to take it. The manager, Antonio Conte, he's a he's a hard he's a mm. hard and he's he's a hard guy. Yeah. And he can say, no, nope, you're staying here. I, all I'm saying is, Rob, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm I'm tempted to go on argue this case, um, but because after February goes through mm. and it, it calms down a little bit, and mm. the players still try and get him mm. back involved, I think he can turn around. I think he can U-turn. I think Wayne Rooney back at the time where he wanted to leave yeah. the football different club. I know it's different. But it yeah. wasn't money so much. Yeah. It was more the ambition of the football club. But he did do a U-turn, and Sir mm. Alex Ferguson convinced him to stay at the club that his future was there. All at the club over the next few weeks have got to try and do the same thing. I think where we differ is you're, you're saying he's going to kick up a real stink yeah, and it's I think just that, not no, worth keeping but, him. No, but I think it's the money, Rob. I think you're also missing out. It's the money that's involved. This guy's 27 years of age. He could go for China for three years, make absolute shed loads of money, and then come back to a major league and he would still be an attraction. He would still walk into to many top European clubs. But the club has still got to agree the transfer, Rob. Correct. They can offer him whatever I, I, I they want. I disagree. That, and that that's, that's, that's yeah. the, the critical point. Abramovich no. going to say, you know what, we've had two or three weeks now, he's still being a, a, a real pain, it's yeah, not helping the dressing correct. room, and I mean, our results have dropped off maybe, mm. we've got to get rid of him. That's what we but don't know right now, and we're just trying to speculate how that might play. We are, and, and let's just play, I know we're talking ifs and buts, but if he does lose, Rob, does this affect Chelsea's title hopes? This, this, is, this changes the dynamic at the top of the table. When we thought at times, we were looking before the Spurs defeat, how are you going to break this Chelsea team down? They just keep winning. They're just a machine. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. What do we say? Uh, and we said an injury to Costa. We didn't say right. a transfer to, to China. Yeah. We said an injury to Costa could, yeah. could, could so, be. So key. I, I think it's going to make a, a, an impact in their title challenge. Yes. I think I think it brings them back into the pack. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen today in this game against Leicester mm-hmm. City those three. I mean, Leicester players, was so poor. They were poor, really, and yeah. the front three of Hazard yeah. and Pedro and William did a great job. But there's another. 
17 games of the season to ask those guys to do that job. I think it makes an impact for the title. Um, now, whether they're going to have more trust in Batshuayi, could they bring in Fernando Llorente, Robbio, that, that, that he's worked with before and likes as, a, as kind of a stopgap? Interesting. And let me just put a point to you. They've got Hull next, next in the Premier League at home. They, they've got a home game against Brentford in the FA Cup. Then Robbie Musto. At the end of January, they've got Liverpool away and Arsenal at home. Two very big games that you have to have either Diego Costa onside, fit and playing, or you have to have Diego Costa out, out, out of your football club, Rob, for, for me. Yeah, but so 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 where does that leave us? If if he does go, mm. and if you're right, and and they say, you know what, we don't want this guy behaving like this, we're going to sell him. Are they uh, right now? Mm. Well, let's just rewind one week. They were they're absolutely title favourites for yeah, the Premier still, League. Still, so are they still in a week's in two weeks' time if he leaves the football club? Mm. Are they still favourites for you? Just. Just favours. I still, there's enough there, Rob. I saw, I saw things today. Mm. I saw the celebrations at, when the goals. I saw the little bit of spirit after, after the game. I think they'll bring somebody in if they need to. Yes, for me, there would still be title challenges. But it certainly gives a little bit of, 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 of gives a lot incentive to the other teams to, to, to try, try and make that. Let, let's just get to, get, let's get to a, an, another point. Because, listen, we've both been players and, and we've both been salaries and we're both, you know, we're doing okay. But we'd always like a little bit more. If one of these Chinese came in for you, mid-Middlesbrough career, you're 26, 27 years of age, and they're offering you that kind of money, 10 times your salary, you're telling me you'd stay or you'd go? I'd go. But that's a different, totally different scenario. Ask me again if I'm at Chelsea Football Club. I'm, I could potentially win a title. I could potentially go on and win the Champions League. And I'm earning a boatload of money anyway. Well, I ten, don't, you're earning I, I don't a tenth go. of the money. I don't go. But you, your agent's telling you the deal, the money you're looking at, it's, it's tax-free money, it, it's body, body, blah, blah. I, I know, I know, and the numbers are huge, and I don't say it lightly. See, I, see, and I, 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 I know, would, and a lot of people I think I, w- I would go. I've got to be honest, I think I would go And you, you can situation. suck up playing in that league for two or three years. Can you imagine, if Costa, how many red cards <laughs> he's going to be getting and people he's going to be fighting with he's to be handle that frustration? things when he goes to China. He's going to completely change. He, he'll be fine. I just think, I just think Rob, that, that this whole Chinese money and, and the... the, the influence of what they can do is certainly changing the dynamic of the and, whole and that's the topic we should move on to finally mm. in this is you know we've seen players leave for China Oscar is an example at Chelsea Football yeah, Club Ramirez, other, play, yeah. other players have gone there Graziano this is, this is putting this on a whole new level Robbio every club now owner has to be worried that his star well, player mm. could be a target yeah. for a Chinese club yeah. I just think this we have we didn't anticipate no. this affecting the very because no. he's one of the very best players in the league. Is this serious from China? It's is this going to grow? Where, where's it this be- going? Becomes more serious if Diego Costa makes a move because once one goes, it, uh, it opens all, up a, a whole can of worms. Rob, this is Chelsea Football Club with one of the richest owners in the world who can win titles, can win Champions League, can, with a can compete decision with, a, with a massive decision that might have a, a big effect on Premier League football all, all, all over. Yeah, and just what we did as well, Rob, we did tweet out about this and wanted to get a reaction from, from fans, Chelsea fans, etc. And to be fair, we got a we got a mixed bag. We have one from Yanira PR to say, when Costa left, left Atletico Madrid, nobody died. The team got new players and moved on. Chelsea will win the Premier League without him. He can go and make dollars in China and he will not be missed. Another one, just from, from Mima at a different angle. Not a Chelsea fan, but I'd hold on to Costa till the summer at least. Take the risk. 
Yeah, they, they, there was lots of, of, of different views out, out there, Rob. People, some people saying it's too valuable in a current market, yeah. have to hold on to him through the summer. Some are saying if the, if the fuel or rumours are true, then send him away, bring somebody else, and don't let him become a cancer. And, and Radio Madinasco said, we'll, Costa, we'll keep Costa on the squad till the end of the season and sell him to China. Let's have a summer. final question on this, and it's speculative, and it's a little bit of fun. Is Costa going to play another game for Chelsea Football Club ever? No. What do you say? Yes. Interesting, Robbie Mustill. Listen, we, we're <laughs> going to take it to the break on, on the day when Chelsea made sure the Spurs' defeat was nothing more than a blip, but right on track against Leicester today, but it was without Jago Costa and these lots of negative headlines around the football club. We'll take a short break and then turn our attention to Super Spurs, who look right in the groove at the moment against West Bromwich Albion. You're listening to Two Robbie's Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Time for the CarMax Player of the Week. With no haggle prices and a five-day money-back guarantee, CarMax is the stress-free way to buy your next car. CarMax, drive what's possible. This week's Player of the Week is... Kane, Ali. Kane, oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Times three. Harry Kane hat-trick. Spurs 4-0. Ali and Kane, ball to be together Tottenham Twins what a pair they are it had to be the Prince didn't it Prince Harry Hatchett today Rob uh, I, I can't tell you how impressed I, I was know, with I Spurs know, today it, it was just one of those games where you're looking and you're almost envious that you couldn't be part of that team everybody playing on the game everybody watching the ball everybody looking fit as a fiddle everybody committed to, to what they're trying to do it was as it's accomplished performance as I've seen from Spurs over the last couple of years. I thought it's some of the best. It's certainly the best football they've played this season. And, and with Harry Kane scoring, with Deli Ali and Christian Eriksen underneath him now, you've been saying for a while, well, if Kane doesn't score, where are the goal's going to yeah. come from? Yeah. I tell you what, yeah. at the moment, those three are looking like a serious three. Yeah, and, and just um, briefly, this wasn't an easy game, by no, the way. No. They were they West were Brom. very very impressive against a West Brom team that mm. sit eighth in the Premier League right now after that defeat. So just to get that out of the way, that people say, "Hang on a minute, it's only West Brom." They've been playing well, stunning, important, uh, interesting. They've they've kind of nicked the system from Chelsea three four three, which is new this year, it's Rob. Okay. We haven't plenty seen that. No. We haven't we haven't exactly plenty of stealing. We haven't mm. seen this system for for, for years, no. if at all, for a long period of time. And it fits Spurs oh. like a glove. It kind of fits Spurs maybe better than it fits Chelsea yeah. in them as yeah, well. Because they've got better wing backs mm. in Danny Rose yeah. and Kyle Walker. The three centre backs mm. are, are the best in the league. No, no chance. And Hands can down. play and can play in possession all of them. Mm. Jan Vertonghen. And we'll get back to Jan Vertonghen. Yeah. They've got an excellent goalkeeper. It absolutely suits Musa Dembele and, and Victor Wanyama and it frees up Ericsson and, and Delhi mm. to play behind Kane to do the damage. Now I've always said about Spurs Rob what they're lacking is a star yeah, player, star. a mm. difference maker apart from Harry Kane who I'm assuming is going to score yeah. another 24-25 goals this season. Who else? Mm. Who's the Hazard? Who's the second player? Who's mm. the Alexis? Like some of the other who's the De Bruyne? That might be Delhi Alley. That mm. might be the guy. He's got what well, he's got ten, ten goals, goals. Ten goals. So he's on field. track pretty and much for 20 like goals. Going crazy. Yeah. He's, he's on track for 20 goals. I mean, I, I, I like you. I couldn't believe how good they were today. And when you look at the league table now, mm. the second now that could drop down after the uh, the big match tomorrow. But I, th I think we have to 
Come on, now, adjust now. our oh, thoughts oh, about oh, this, oh, this club. Listen, th th this top six, Robin, oh, and, uh, and we, we spoke about it today, and, and uh, I sort of said to you, it's funny, isn't it? Because you, you watch teams like Spurs today and you go, wow, I mean... They could be part of the picture. They could be part of the picture. At least yeah. the top four. I mean, said them. But what we, what we tend to do, Rob, is see people on good days and go, wow. We've done it with Liverpool. We've done it with, with Spurs. We've, we've done with it with City. Man City when they started. Yeah. We, we've done it with Chelsea. I think it's about how many bad days you have in, in, in this league. Who has the least amount of bad days might win the title? I think Chelsea is still good for that because I think... In a strange way, Chelsea can win when they don't play well. Spurs, I'm, 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 I'm still not sure. If Spurs don't play well, do they do they win enough of those they games? They draw a lot of those. They draw a lot of those I think Chelsea find a, a way more. of winning those yeah. games. And that might be the difference. But, that being said, I mean, Spurs have only lost two. And yeah. I always look at that column for potential champions. Because, you know, historically, that's, that number's going to be anywhere between three and six, really. Mm -hmm. And at two, they're in a very good position um, to make that number a small... What's going to stop them? What's mm -hmm. going to go wrong? And last year, best defensive record. This year, best defensive record. It's going to be those goals. Yeah. And it's not necessarily Harry Kane's goals. It is Delhi. It is Christian Eriksen. Are they, Robbie Earl, mm. good enough, ready enough with this maturing squad to keep up their standards? They're banging in the goals yeah. right now. Fours uh, and twos and twos and fours. They're banging in the goals. I think with their defence, Rob, I think there is enough goals in this team. I do. I, I think with because the do you agree that that's what could stop them winning the title? I'm talking the title now. Because defensively, they're, they're, they're good. See, I, see, I still think uh, it's just. A, I still think it's a mentality thing with this group. I, I think there's enough goals. I think they can defend enough. I think the system works. I think they can go between systems. There's something just about the mentality. And when they're good, Rob, they're very good. But I still have a question. Elaborate, uh, elaborate, elaborate. On, on mentality. So, so you think that they're, they're, they could be inconsistent because of their their, their youth? Or, or yeah, their, their, their kind of focus, their youth, maybe being a little bit adventurous against a certain team, one of the bigger teams and not knowing how to see a game off. We saw them uh, against Chelsea. They were excellent. But I just worry when the pressure's on, Rob, as the pressure got on last year. You, it's very different when you're coming down to six or eight games to go and, 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 you, and you, you start to see it, smell it, touch it, feel it. That's, my, that's still my worry with this group. Can they mentally stay strong, stay together and get through difficult times? My, my concern is not so much that. Again, it goes back to goals. Mm. And I, I'm just looking now at the squad. Hyun Song. I mean, he's looked good. Eric Lamella's been out injured, could come back and make a difference. So, you know, it, it, are these players can be consistent enough to, to keep up this four more season? Let, let me throw one more thing into it. Jan Vertonghen got oh, yeah. a bad injury today that Pochettino said is a bad one which sounds as though it, it's a month, six weeks at the very least. If it's ligament damage, we, we won't speculate, but, but that could be bad, Rob. That changes the, the game a bit. Do they have to go back to a, a, a back four with Dyer and, and Alderweireld, or, or does Bimmer just come in and, and straight replacement and keep everything else the same? Yeah, I think they, they don't, for me, in my opinion, they don't, they're not switching the system. Kevin Vimmer comes in for Jan Vertonghen, direct replacement. Vimmer's played recently. He's used to that system. You don't want to stop those. The Walker and Danny Rose, get, Rose getting forward. Eriksen's playing the best I've seen him play in English football right now. And Delhi, of course, is combining so well with Harry Kane. Just a like-for-like -like swap. Not great, but that's the way, that, in my opinion, they should continue. Yeah, absolutely. Spurs appearing right now. Next, we'll look at two more teams with superstar players who they're not very happy at the moment. We'll talk West Ham and we'll talk Arsenal. 
after the break. I'm Earl, he's Musto, and together with the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio, we'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show with myself, Robbie Mustard, and my buddy here, Robbie Earl. Rob, let's move on to another team with a star player that wants to move on and doesn't want to play for his club anymore. West Ham United, brilliant reaction today. They beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Dimitri Payet is the yeah. other big story, Rob, that you mm. alluded to at the start of the show. And uh, in some ways, a lot worse, in my opinion, yeah. Diego Costa's actions. Basically saying to his manager face-to-face, -face, I don't want to play anymore. I want to leave the football club. I refuse to play. Yeah. How bad is you, that? You just don't go there, Rob. When you sign a professional football contract and you're earning the kind of money he's earning and you're so important to that football club that's helped get you to, to a level where you're playing national football, where people are talking of you in a different light, it's disrespectful, it's unprofessional, and it's selfish. And I would get him out of the football club as soon as I can. Just, just to clarify, we, of course, we've seen players at clubs that, yeah. that, 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 that agitate for a move. Yeah. I tell uh, you what, I can't remember many that straight out. No. Uh, and of course, his poor manager Slaven Bilic, who, who, who described it afterwards, uh, an interview that he didn't want to do. He was mm. angry, he was let down, he was frustrated and disappointed. And he asked the player Dimitri Payet before going to this press conference, Rob. Really? You've had time to think about it? Yeah. You, I'm going to go to the press. You've got a, ch a chance to change your mind, and he didn't. Very damning, very disrespectful, as you said. And it, 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 whatever the outcome of this, I, I think he owes it to the football club, West Ham United, to say, you know what? Yeah, yeah it, it is out of order. I will stay here until the summer. I don't summer. think he can, Rob. In I don't trouble. think he can. I don't think, I, I think, when, you should, do that, I don't think I mean, when you do that to a group of fans and a group of players... I, I think, Rob, that, that there's no way back. Well, Billy said he wants selling. Well, Billy he said didn't he want to sell him. He, he didn't want to sell him. But it, how, how can he go, go back onto that pitch and those West Ham fans he can who, apologize, who loved him? He can apologize. He can apologize big time and say, oh, I've been misled yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But he has to come out and do that. Yeah. But I don't see it, Rob. Rob, this is the second or third time he's done it in, in his career, getting out of places like Saint-Étienne uh, and Marseille in the first place. This, this isn't a one-off. And I look today, Rob, they, they, it was a huge game for both these teams, Palace and West Ham. West Ham got a 3-0 win, put the best win all season. And I looked at a fellow, Rob, who cost $11 million from Nottingham Forest, Mikel Antonio, who's probably only in his second season in, in the Premier League. And let me tell you about this fella. When you take his shirt off after every game, you've got to wring it out, he puts that much sweat in. He, he's got eight goals, he's assisted today, I'd have a team full of Mikel Antonios every week than the Dimitri Pires, and I'm going to get the high I agree. I, listen, everybody listening agree, will agree with you. But, but the reality is, there's always these horrible players. I play with loads of them. Yeah, but, I'm sure well, you, you play with those Yeah, of but you don't have to accommodate. Let me tell you what happened with him if he's in the Wimbledon dressing room, by the way. Someone would have put him against the wall, someone would have took, he, took his feet off the floor and said, who do you think you are? Yeah, and, and listen, I played with a couple of players in Middlesbrough when we got relegated that wanted to leave, and it wasn't like that. I'll be honest with you. It was more like we just shunned them a little bit, mm. and, and there was a bad atmosphere, et cetera, et cetera. There's no kind of physicality about it, and they ended up leaving the club. So let, let's, let's just kind of fast forward. How, how is this going to play out? 
it plays out that they sell him, Rob. They get as much money as they can, and, and, and they, they replace him, and they have to move on. And, and the team showed a little bit of something today, you know. Without Dimitri Payet, they can still win games. Huh? But let's just move it over to, to the Crystal Palace a little bit, the conversation, because mm. Sam Allardyce has gone in there now, yet to get a win. You know, uh, Drew in the FA Cup as well. I mean, this hasn't been the start that Sam wanted. Team can't keep clean sheets, which is a Sam Allardyce trait when he keeps you up. There's a lot of work to do for Sam. Uh, he's got the window left. He's got Jeffrey Slot. But yeah. I can just see a couple of people coming in and maybe a couple going out. Yeah, I, I think that's going to happen. I think that it, it's it's easy to, if you're a Palace fan, to say, oh, hang on a minute, we expected a bit more of a, an instant reaction. Um, I'm but worried you're right. for you. It, I'm it, worried. I'm not that worried, I'll be no? honest with you. I'm Why? not that Why? worried. Because, because of the manager because and the players. Because at Sunderland, it, it was a kind of a slow process of improvement. Mm. And you said it, a window he brought Lamine Kone and yeah. he brought Jan Kirchhoff yeah. into those defensive spots. And all of it, it took him a while to find the right combination of mm. players mm. Uh, and types of players to fit it right and to be defensively strong. It took him a while and it's taken him a while. All I would say is, I think when he got the job and we saw the press conferences, not, not that he looked smug, but he looked, this is a good job. Mm. I'm going to look good here because yeah. this squad's good enough to stay in the Premier League mm. by a mile. And I think we said that they would, but is it a harder job than he thought right now? Yeah. And do you believe, like I do, that in time, with some signings over January, yeah. they are going to pull out of trouble? Yeah, they, they've got to change their habits and the rhythm. Um, a little worried when he talked about Benteke um, in a press conference and sort of said, well, you know, he should be... Wasn't the usual Sam Allardyce-like, you know, really strong with his centre-forward. We'll just have to see how that my management goes. Let's move it on, Rob, to, to the other game today. Swansea got beat 4-0 by, Ars by Arsenal and four great goals, uh, four good goals for Arsenal. Alexis Sanchez getting the fourth and you're thinking, well, well that's, that's a great result. Alexis Sanchez gets brought off. You're thinking, well, Arsene Wenger's wrestling him for the last ten minutes or so. And then we saw another Rob, and I can only call it a, a tantrum by Alexis Sanchez as he came off. He kind of refused shaking the man. I wouldn't say a tantrum. More of a, of a, of a, of a hard-to-understand disappointment. Um, no, I still think he boarded on a, a bit of a tantrum. He, he brushed somebody yeah, away. Sulk, he kicked, he kicked his gloves off. Yeah. He put the hat over. His, I mean, it was a very public mm. statement. Which is interesting. That he's not happy with something. And why wouldn't you be happy when you've scored a goal, mm. you've won 4 0, you're in control, you're, you're right towards the top of the league? What what are we saying here? Well, is he, is this is this genuine emotion or is he is he playing mm. the I'm unhappy card? Ooh. Don't be don't. Where are you going with this, Bobby Mustard? Well, I'll tell where you where I'm going, going with this. Don't expect me to to start signing new contracts right now because I want everybody to know I'm not happy. I'm not playing where I was playing before. I, I, listen, that's you. What, mm. Why? why? Why else would he not be happy? Well, that's two I, I games now we've seen him like, yeah, yeah, I was like trying this. to say, maybe he scored his 14th goal today. Maybe he thinks, I'll get my 15th. Maybe he's one of those guys who likes to be on, on the pitch all the time. I'm, I'm just trying to think from his point of view. But, but the kind of very public way he did it, and he would know, Rob, that the camera's on him. He knows what he's doing. So do you, do you, do you agree with me that the, the, he's acting here a little bit? I think there's a few problems going gender? on at, at the football club. I think he's either disappointed or frustrated that the contract hasn't been offered or the money that he wants, or else... The team isn't good enough for him to The team might stay. not be good enough, and he might start to think, you know what? I've got to manoeuvre my way out of this football club. Swansea City, we talked a lot about Bob Bradley. We mm. talked about mm. trying to play away an expansive yeah. way. And Paul yeah. Clements come in to say, yeah, I'm going to try and get back to playing the Swansea way. Expansive again today, but the same old story. Yeah. Very, very mm. poor defensively. And it, I guess the question is, is he going to fall into the same trap? If it is a trap, then Bob Bradley to try and play their way out of trouble. Or 
is this team really yeah, yeah. that bad that it doesn't matter, uh, make a difference yeah. who's in charge, or is this too early to tell? Maybe a little bit of everything, but let me. T the first thing I'd say is. We've seen Bob Bradley go in and talk about coaching his way out. Paul Clement started the, the sort of coaching line, and I was a little bit sort of confused with, with the way he was going. In. Let me tell you the first thing you've got to do. Stop conceding. Well, we, how many go. times have we block, said that? Block, doesn't doesn't block, Paul Clement block, know that, block. then? Yeah, well, so I, why, I don't know, but it didn't seem that? to me as though the most important thing he was saying was, we're going to block things off, we're going to be no, difficult to play again. Talked say. about coaching, shape, and, shape about shape. and playing and all those sort of things you do with the ball. So that is a slight worry. The second thing is, it's becoming pretty obvious, and we're 21 games in, that this group of players, Rob, may not be good enough. This group of players may not have the spirit, I, I would, the drive. I would, I would the, edit the, the, that. The, I would just change that. I, I think if I look at Keyson Young, Jack Cork, and I look at uh, Sigurdsson, and, and you know, I think there's enough forward attacking players. I, I totally agree on the defence. Yeah, not not good enough. Goalkeeper at times hasn't been great either. Yeah. So I, I listen. We can't judge him just yet. What, no. What's he had like a game, a couple no, of games no, or something? Yeah. Um, but I, you have to expect Swansea. You know, to block it up, to get a clean sheet. You know, grind out a nil-nil and build some kind of uh, foundation. Other games, Robbie, that happened yeah. today and other results. Um, Burnley continued to impress at home. 1-0 victory against Southampton Football Club. Almost safe, by the way, Burnley Football Club. Yeah. Sunderland, on the other hand, massively struggling. Lost at home today. They've lost some key players to the African Cup of Nations. Fans leaving it after 30 minutes, becoming pretty much the norm there. Watford and Millsway, that was, it was a nil-nil yeah. draw. A bit disappointing, an emotional day for, with the passing of, of Graham Taylor. And a big win for Hull City, Rob. They won 3 1. Went down a goal, a penalty after two minutes, and then Marco Silva gets a result. Abel Hernandez. Absolutely. From nowhere. Banging in the goals. And a new manager, a new bounce, a new belief, a new team spirit. I mean, when I see Hull play, and. and of course, they've had plenty of tough games. It's, it, it does seem that, you know, there's talk about the, the fans and how they get behind the team. It seems the atmosphere is a pretty good one. I watched the games. A home game, 3-1 against the Bournemouth side. That's a little bit funny. Marco Silva's, of course, got that history of doing so well with so little at Estoril in Portugal. Their third bottom, absolutely in touch with, uh, well, same points as Crystal Palace. Middlesbrough only four points away. Uh, are you a lot more encouraged? Should the Hull fans be more encouraged that Hull have got enough to stay up? Yeah, I think they've got a manager who seems to know his way. He's been in difficult situations before. He, he's coached his way out. The team look a little bit committed. So, listen, they've closed the gap. They've made it all much more difficult now. And, and a little bit of optimism for Hull City. We haven't said that too many times this season. Right, mate, we've got look, one more segment to go. And we'll focus on what is a super-duper Sunday uh, football. Everton hosts Manchester City at Goodison. And then the big one. Manchester United take on Liverpool at the Theatre of Dreams. It's much watch TV, and we'll debate both the games when we get back. This is a Two Robbies football show. We'll be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies football show. Now, my friend, it's time to preview and look ahead to tomorrow. Big games, none bigger than the biggest rivalry in English football. Manchester United will host Liverpool tomorrow, 11 o'clock kickoff. Before that, we'll be on the air. Uh, 7.30 a.m. on NBCSN, ahead of the Everton-Man City game. And in that pre-game show, Rob, we're going to mm. kind of do some analysis, along with the guys uh, in the U.K. that yeah. will have a pitch-side desk for this game, um, about why Manchester United have improved so much. We've all got our different theories, mm. and we can bring it all together. But it has been stunning. Yeah. Nine consecutive yeah. victories for Jose Mourinho's uh, Manchester United side. What's different now? Consistency for me, Rob. Um, and I talk 
particularly down what I, I, I think is a spine of a team. Obviously, De Gea is, is an outstanding goalkeeper, has been for, for the last few years in the Premier League. I think Jones and Rojo have been a surprise, but have given them some consistency. Michael Carrick being a regular port and regulating the midfield that's allowed Herrera and Pogba to get forward and join in. And Zlatan Robert scored more goals than any of us thought and continued to score goals and, and, and being an influence. Yeah, yeah, I've always been a big fan of, of Ibrahimovic, and we have conversations mm. with our NBC team, the UK guys, and us. And, and, and yeah, uh, there's a mixed reaction about how he was going to do this season. Yeah. I always kind of stood up for him because I've seen him play, and and I thought he, he, he's he'd be fine in the Premier League at 35 years of age. I think I think in in generalising a little bit about Manchester United and what I'm seeing now, I saw it in in the cup game. They've had a couple of cup games over the last week. Is that the players? Uh, seems so much more relaxed. Yeah. I, I know that victories bring that, and I know that the victories bring Jose Mourinho being happier, less stressed with the media, and everything calms down a little bit. He's laughing and joking, and that totally goes through to the players. It's almost like the players are now kind of feeling... We, we're not really on trial anymore. Mm. He knows what we're going to give. He's happy now with some of the football that we're playing. There's less pressure, I think, on on the team. And I think it's showing the football is free-flowing, it's creative, um, good movements going forward. Mourinho is playing more of an attacking style, Robbie, yeah. than I admit that do, I do, thought do, he was going to play. It's interesting because I want to get through to the tactic. What kind of game do you think we'll see? I mean, the, the first game at, uh, at Liverpool was was a bit of a bore draw. I mean, Jose went and parked the bus. It was a lot earlier in his tenure, and he, he didn't have that consistency. He didn't have that confidence. It wasn't a happy Manchester United. Yeah. It's different now. Good form, scoring goals, got a threat, got consistency. Is he as prag pragmatic as we've seen him, or do you think he'll be a little bit more open? Yeah, he, ha he has to be open, Rob. That's what the fans demand at Old Trafford. And to be fair, he's trying to show us that. Mm. I think they'll get better at that. I think it's going to be fascinating because Liverpool, you know, <sighs> Sadio Mane has been their star player. Top yeah, goal scorer. Yeah. He's away with African Cup of Nations. So they've got to deal without him. Coutinho coming into the team is a question mark. Uh, who plays up front? Is it Sturridge? Is it Origi? They have to have their full... <laughs> Henderson has to be fit. Mm. Lalana that might push him into an advanced position. Yeah. There's a couple of positions in the scene. Matip, is he going to be fit? I feel that Liverpool have to be as strong as they can be without the guys that are yeah. away and injured and stuff to give United a game, I think. Do you? Yeah. That, I, I, that, that's yeah. Much. Uh, you look at their, their, their record against the top six, Rob. They, they're, they're top of the table, uh, one, three, drawn two, not lost against the top team. I get the sense with this group, they're up for big games. I think Klopp's, that's one of Klopp's kind of specialities, making sure his team are up and ready to go and impose themselves in big games. I still think they, there's a chance for Liverpool going to Old Trafford tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, they've got that counter-attacking yeah. um, option. I think Origi will play instead of Sturridge. You know, and I know that some, a lot yeah. of the Liverpool fans prefer Daniel Sturridge, but I think in this particular game he needs the energy. Firmino has to be on top form, Robin. That's yeah. my only concern with Liverpool. For, for this game and going forward, they've been magnificent. Mm. Absolutely fantastic going forward with some of the attacking football. Are, can they be consistent enough, Rob, yeah. in this game and going forward to, to maintain their challenge at the very top? See, I, I just look at this Liverpool team and I think if they can, what I call, light fires, inject pace and, 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 and make it difficult in areas of the pitch for Manchester United, I still, I still think they, 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 they can cause them problems. I think Manchester United want to put fires out when they can, control the possession. Can they control a, the midfield against that, Liverpool? That's, that's where I, I think Chan, they've got Henderson, a chance. Lallana, I, I, won, I wonder about Herrera and Pogba 
and, and Carrick's mobility when they haven't got the ball. That's where I think Liverpool's key to winning the match. And your defensive situation that you like, Jones, mm. Rose, yeah, I think, could be injured. So, so you could go Smalling. back to Jones and Smalling. Yeah. Mm. On the counter-attack against a Divock Origi or a With Firmino Pontius. coming in from the side, mm. that could really be a problem on the counter-attack. It's going to be a fascinating game. Yeah, one of those you, you can't wait for, must game. It's, that's a big match covered, and we'll be on air from 7.30 tomorrow for the start of the kickoff of the 8.30 kickoff at Goodison, where Everton take on Manchester City. That just leaves us time to reward the tweet of the day. That goes to Nick Bradford, who tweeted, he'd hold on to Diego Costa of Chelsea in the current market. You have to hold on to him till the summer and get 60 million plus for him then. So make sure you direct messages your, your address, Nick, and we'll get two, uh, two Robbie Scarf in the post here. So that's it for this week when Chelsea got back to winning ways, but Diego Costa was nowhere to be seen, and we can't wait for the drama to unfold at the Theatre of Dreams tomorrow. And remember, for more debate, discussion, and often disagreement, make sure you subscribe to the iTunes for the Two Robbies podcast, making sure you rate and review the shows. It goes a long way to increasing our coverage and getting more people involved in the game. And as ever, you can listen to the Two Robbies football show each and every Premier League Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern time on NBC Sports Radio. And finally, thanks to the crew in Culver City, you guys are the MVPs. Yeah, thanks for listening to the show and letting us know your thoughts through social media. We certainly have plenty of them. We'll be back next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC Sports Network. Until then, it's good night from me and good night from him. Good, good night. night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.